0: Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in to this very special mailbag episode. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. And fact checker Chris Smith. Hello. And here we are to talk about our mail. Ooh, All right.
1: mail bag.
0: <laughs> Should um, we
1: do a uh, little alarm?
0: A little alarm, yeah. A little mm. check-in.
1: Rebecca, what's alarming you lately? Mm.
0: Great. I'm so glad I'm going first. Well, what is alarming me?
1: What's alarming the alarmist? Inquiring mm. minds want to know. It's true.
0: Well, oh, my oh. answer is not fair
1: Uh-oh. because she's already cheating. She's already cheating, but she gets certain <laughs> privileges for me. I'm you know,
0: <laughs> I'm currently researching an upcoming topic. Ooh. And I can't get it out of my head. Okay. Mm, it's the um the the ferry cra- the South Korea ferry crash. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's not good. It's not good. There's a lot of footage. Oh. Um a, a, from the the victims before, it, it took a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just it's it, it feels very real, and I can't get the images out of my head. Yeah. So and recent, so what
3: you're, it's relatively recent. It's right?
0: recent, yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things that could have been um, uh, avoided, yeah, um, just with proper training. Right. And uh, well, it's it's going to be a really sad. Episode. So,
1: so you're telling us that the alarmist is doesn't alarmed. have the luxury of being alarmed by things in our, in her day to day life.
0: Sometimes you just have to push that aside yeah. and,
1: and you need to be alarmed about these topics mm-hmm. that come up, mm-hmm. you know, these world's greatest tragedies, your, as we say.
3: Yeah, there's your professional alarmism and then there's your personal alarmism. That's
0: right. And right, right, right now, now, I'm she's just focused on
3: the professional. <laughs> Exactly. no
0: time for the personal here <laughs> um chris what is recently alarming you
1: um what's recently alarming me i'll give you a more of a frothy one mm. i'll i'll just say this i'm a huge Mets fan um, mm-hmm. as people know maybe they don't but i love baseball in general and mm-hmm. i love the new york Mets <laughs> and the new york Mets actually have a good team this year and they're a storied franchise for being a very bad team. They <laughs> haven't won a championship since 1986. Do they say uh, they that's... actually
3: have a good team this year every year? Or is that like truly a thing? <laughs> I
0: just don't I hear know. Chris say that Mets every year. Mets fans yeah. <laughs> can I
1: just think ask there's a good team every year. But in <laughs> fact, this year, The Mets have been in first place for Mm -hmm. the entire year. Okay. And they're almost three quarters of the way through the season. Mm -hmm. So that's promising. That's promising. We'll see where it goes.
0: This is how every season starts (laughs) for Chris, though.
1: But I had this conversation um, with an alarmist guest, uh, Jason. um, Jason uh, Mayland, Mm -hmm. our friend. And... He was a Cubs fan for the longest time. If you ever remember the Cubs before uh, 2016, they hadn't uh, kind of won for like hundred years. years. And I okay. told Jason, I was like, man, I tried already to ha- do an emotional hedge where I told Jason, I don't even care if the Mets win this year. I'm just enjoying the season. And he looked at me and he was like, do you, that's that's bullshit, dude. Yeah,
3: like you <laughs> don't do lie care, to yourself. and don't lie
1: to yourself. Like don't try and get <laughs> out of it. So I think I'm so worried that the Mets aren't going to win this year Mm. and that they'll never win, uh, the, the world series. And then I'm even curious about the feeling if they do win, will anything change? Will I feel, feel more complete? Will the greens be greener? Where will the water that I drink out of my water fountain take taste better? Will anything change? Possibly not. Maybe so do you see where step. I'm going with this?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's perhaps a, it's just your pet.
1: There's a mm-hmm. too much of a. I have too, I'm. I'm putting too much pressure on this. You don't feel this
3: like run. the joy that you anticipated feeling after all these years will might match what you anticipated. Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. Mm, Correct. That's Interesting.
0: And that is alarming. It is
1: alarming yeah. because mm-hmm. you're like I've dedicate so much time to this, and to think that. What am I dedicating my time Something to?
0: Something to think about. Right. No, I mean,
1: I certainly am aware that I don't know these men playing this game, <laughs> and that they're not my friends. They're not, and they don't represent me. No,
0: no. Um, but, but yeah.
1: for some Quite reason, the intellectual I want them to win so mm-hmm. bad. To yep. worry if your joy will, your perceived
3: joy will match your actual joy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes.
1: Interesting. There's some kind of Buddhist principle I think I'm missing uh, there that.
0: You'll have to look into mm-hmm. of letting go yeah. or something yeah. and
1: being okay with all of the outcomes. But
0: Clayton,
3: what, I is, mine's what are you along those lines? Um, uh-huh. it, mine is more like a time space continuum. time. This is why I feel like we've talked about this. I'm turning 40 or perhaps yeah, I for the feel time like you, you yes. are
0: on. We talk about your birthday every time all it comes time. around. <laughs>
3: But I can't stop thinking about this feeling of like, I don't, let me say it this way. Mm -hmm. I was out late night with my husband and some friends recently, and we bumped into some like young, cool, like 20-something-year-old kids, like LA, Angelina's on the block. Mm -hmm. And we were just chatting with them. I don't even know why. It was like late. We were at the end of the bar, and everyone's like, happy walking out of the bar. And uh, we were all feeling young and cool and... T- for some reason, one of the kids asked us, "Like, how old are you guys?" <laughs> and I said, "Guess." Why would oh, I say no, that? Oh no! This is why bad. would why? you do? Because I, I didn't want to, like, tell, I don't know why. I said, "Guess," and he looked at he looked at our friend that we were with. Is in his like early thirties, and Mike and I are in our. He's in Mike's forty. I'm about to be. He looked at our friend. And he goes thirties, and he looked at me and Mike, and immediately said forties, like without oh, even skipping no! a beat. And I was like, God, talking to this 20 something year old, I felt like him. You know, like I'm like, we're the, the same. Like we're, I'm in my early 20s. <laughs> Clearly not. But it didn't even take him a second to clock me like that. Oh, and I was like, yeah. Brutal. So I, I don't care. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's just I can't. Like I keep thinking about like how I remember my mom when she was 40 as a 12 year old and thinking like, oh, she's like an old adult. And now I get here. And I'm like, right. I don't feel that way. So why? Mm-hmm. It yeah. just goes everything you ever thought of, like as as a youth. I'm like mm-hmm. you know all my. I'm trying to tell myself whatever I'm thinking now about my perceived fifties and sixties is yes. not going to be what it actually is. Just like Chris's ah, joy, maybe you're, different you're than calibrating. What he's, a yeah, little I'm bit. trying to like whatever. I
0: think that's healthy. I think that's healthy.
3: Yeah, because I'm I'm excited for my forties. I'm going to just like rack up some life experience take some trips make some memories that's all i want to do so absolutely let's just do i that mean
0: birthdays are hard and uh we gotta but we gotta deal with them every year i think this is why they come around
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good point by our alarmist is yeah. that clayton it won't be your birthday forever so you won't be feeling this heightened sense of awareness yeah. no, about it'll your pass marriage. and no, you're it's you're,
3: the milestone too it's the decade birthday. yeah, yeah. They make you, I think they should make you make like reflect a little more because that's it's nice to do that.
1: Yep. Yep. Well,
0: well, shall we jump right into our mail? Let's do it. Here comes uh, this is the uh, from Sarah Luckenbaugh. Uh, apologies if I said that last name incorrectly, Sarah. And Sarah says, Hi Rebecca and everyone else at The Alarmist. Just found this podcast a few weeks ago and love it. It's a really fun combo of history and comedy. I've been binge listening from the beginning, but skipped ahead to this episode. Uh being from Pennsylvania, she's just she's talking about the Johnstown flood. Mm-hmm. I grew up learning about the Johnstown flood flood in elementary school. It was great to listen to your discuss discussion of the tragedy. Keep, keep up the good work. Thanks, Sarah. P.S. So sad slash alarmed to hear Clayton and his husband had COVID. I hope they're both doing okay now. oh, oh thanks, Sarah.
3: Here I am. Recovered. Yes.
0: Recovered yeah. and dreading another birthday. I, so. think you're, back I think you're to most, it.
1: mostly the same. I don't yeah, know. Mostly
3: the same. I lost a few... Brain um, synapses.
0: I guess it's, you know, what's interesting is is just this uh, feeling of the tra- when when tragedies are from your area. Yeah, when it strikes
3: close to home. Yeah.
0: We we've had a lot of feedback connection. about this
3: Johnstown yes. flood. I feel like several yeah. people have written being like, I was, someone was in our review they scene, have. I was literally driving through Johnstown yes. when I listened to this podcast.
1: Well, there's something so great about this. And this internet, this crazy internet thing. Have you guys heard about this? Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, and then <laughs> podcasting, the off, an offshoot internet. It brings mm-hmm. the world closer together. And for us, you know what what I enjoy about this podcast is that I do feel like a connection to these places. Yeah.
0: Now. Mm-hmm. You know what this just made me want to do is take a road trip. And an
1: alarmist road trip. Yes, Mm. and plan
0: like what the tragedies are as you're driving through. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's history too. It's
1: history, exactly. You know, you just want
0: to think about all these things happening as you drive through. And
1: as just sort of thinking about, you know, um that Pennsylvania flood, Mm -hmm. uh the the you know, there's a certain element that of recovery and these people are almost not proud that these tragedies happened but you're like yes we're still here like we had this happen and here mm-hmm. we we rebounded yeah, and nice. we're you know we're doing yeah. just as good if not better um same thing with that attack in uh colorado the the t- the tank bulldozer yeah. attack oh yeah he Meyer guy you know it's what, like I, the towns the townsfolk there are like yep yeah, you know what we bounce back and we're doing fine to rebecca's point about taking a road trip i
3: think um one Positive thing, many positive Mm -hmm. things come out of this podcast, but one positive thing that I would say, personally, having experienced this is that I feel like the alarmist has helped me know a little bit of information about a whole lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. Which is like right. not a but you know, like, it, I think that's a good thing. You know, some people know a lot about like a very few, like specific thing, mm-hmm. but it would be cool to be like, oh, I on this road trip and to have, maybe you don't know a little bit about a lot of stuff. And then you have your Sharpa who's just like, oh, and this is where this thing happened. And this is where this thing sure. happened. Sure. And, and is then as you're driving,
0: you can like <laughs> kind of dive in and just yeah. do like a little uh, deep dive of whatever the topic is. And sometimes you will know about it, but you, it's a refresher. You know, I love a refresher.
3: Maybe you'll be that (laughs) friend who's driving through with your friends and you'll say, oh, I heard about this on the Alarmist podcast. It's this crazy (laughs) event and I'll tell you about it. And
0: you should listen to the podcast because you can learn more.
3: Yeah.
0: You know what? That's a fun app. Maybe uh, that's a good app idea for the future. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, depending on where you are, we'll have an episode for you. Um, so we'll think about it if there are any um app engineers (laughs) yeah developers (laughs) developers
1: well you know what we could do is we can find some maybe there are some good people in the alarmist jail who are good at it and we can pay them just pennies on the dollar to do to work on stuff (laughs) wow this stuff
0: (laughs) pennies pennies (laughs) chris is offering pennies whoa calm down um Okay, so we have some more mail. Uh, this one is a suggestion from Becky writing in to suggest an episode on Kitty Genovese. My parents lived in her apartment in the 80s, and my mom has said it was one of the strangest places she ever lived, and no one told them that the private, previous occupant was murdered right outside the apartment. That came as a surprise, Becky. Um, and I, I didn't know who Kitty Genovese was, uh, but I did a a quick, um, Wikipedia and she was, um, this has happened in this, in 1964, she was a twenty. Eight year old bartender um, who was raped and stabbed outside of the apartment building where she lived in Kew Gardens uh, in Queens.
1: Mm, that's right near where I grew up, actually. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and
0: two weeks after the murder, the New York Times published an article er- erone- erroneously uh, claiming that 38 witnesses saw or heard the attack and no one called the police or came to her aid. So I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called the bystander effect. Sometimes oh, yes. referred yes. to as Genovese uh syndrome. Yeah, this is um, an
3: interesting case. Yeah,
0: so it, it, I guess it became a s it says here it became a staple of US psychology textbooks. Whoa. Um later it was uncovered that there were some inaccuracies. Some people did try to call the police, but right, right. all, all that is to say that she she was it, I I mean, w- may, we should definitely put this on our list, Clayton, because it's yes. it's a really interesting case. So thank you, Becky, for that recommendation. Um, this you know, is where int- I feel Sorry, like go.
3: I heard something about uh, like the f- the concept of when you're in trouble and you want people to come help you yell fire because people mm-hmm. will run towards a fire. But if you yell help, they run away out of their own fear.
0: Yeah. Which yes. Is and better. just screaming is not enough because some people think it's like hanging out, having yes. people are having fun. Mm-hmm. So you have to... I don't know, I guess, I don't know what I would yell, fire is what I always think to yell, but, um, I'm trying to think of a better word that could be yelled if you're ever.
1: Maybe be specific.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe there's, you know, this is happening.
0: I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked.
3: (laughs) That that person's being attacked. Yeah, I
0: guess if you can think on your feet like that. Yeah. Um, but we'll discuss that on that episode upcoming. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Becky. Uh, here's another one. Hey, huge fan of the show. I'm a nuclear engineer by trade, and Whoa. we have to study nuclear disasters, accidents in college. You should cover the Demon Core incidents. It's one of the most terrifying things I've had to learn about, and I think your your average listener would really enjoy it. Here's a link to a New York New Yorker article about it. And if you're interested and have any nuclear Questions, feel free to ask.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. He could be our um, guest or, or she. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Didn't make the Um
0: this is from Gabby Finnan. Uh so she. I think.
3: She could be our expert.
0: Yeah, Gabby, could we, we'll call on uh Gabby to see if we have any of our nuclear questions. But this demon core incident I, I looked into very briefly. But it's uh, you know, you're talking about nuclear uh, a nuclear bomb or like a well here here's where i already have nuclear questions gabby <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the core of a nuclear bomb and they were doing like some presentations or some uh, uh, d- little tests or something it, it, it whatever it was it was very low stakes no mm-hmm. one was um, or so they thought or lo- exactly and the 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 scientists or the the, the physicists. Um,
1: Harry Doglion died.
0: Yeah, and another one, uh, sl- it was something with an S. Um, anyway, but thank you for that recommendation, Gabby. We will put that on our list. Here's another letter we got from uh, regarding the Valerie Solanus episode. This is from Anne. You asked listeners to weigh in on the topics. Here are my thoughts. Your guest expert's experience uh, as part of the East Coast 60s feminist intelligentsia academia does not reflect in any way the experiences of ordinary rank and file women. I was there. It may seem like it was easy to her, but it was anything but easy for the rest of us. Mm. Nothing had changed for us. We were nothing but meat to be thrown to the wolves. Oof. We were not allowed to be or do anything outside of rigid, li- limited, traditional ro- roles. We had no rights and no voice and no value except for to service men. and. Mm. So another perspective coming mm-hmm. in about that situation. I mean, I think we, we, we after speaking to the guest expert, um, we uh, discussed how she mentioned that, you know, th- it was a time where change was happening really fast. Mm-hmm. But it's good to remember that, that perhaps that was just in these, like, New York City. In the City, circles that yeah, she was in. Yeah, and in, in the circles sir. that she was in. Perhaps, like, outside of those circles, the struggle was very real.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 a good reminder that as we study these moments in history that not everyone's having the same experience of, mm-hmm. of of these events or, and, and especially these huge societal changes yeah. or shifts in perspective. I mean, in some places, um, you know, obviously change takes hold much slower than yeah. in others. Um, but thank you for that, uh, feedback and perspective.
0: Thank you, Anne.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
1: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com Acast.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care.
0: And uh, Chris, maybe I'll need some help with you uh, from you. Yes. So it says, "Hello, Alarmist, fact-checking crew member, applicant Mitch, returning here."
1: This so is the
3: I
0: re-
1: most thorough application that we've ever received. Well, we've had a sev- We've we've had several interviews with him, and we really yeah, really like him. You guys rounds. know how seriously we take. Yes, you guys know how seriously we take these interview processes.
0: Mm-hmm. For what's the uh, rate? Pennies on the dollar. That's what you pay. That's that that's pen- the- pennies
1: on the dollar is what we pay the prisoners mm-hmm. because be- when we want them to do work, oh, oh we oh. sort of take. But it- our
0: fact-checking uh, crew. Is well paid.
1: No, they're very well paid. Oh, okay. In okay. fact, I, yes. That's Sometimes I take it out of my, our personal bank account. Okay. <laughs> mm. Because yeah. I fair care that wages. much about <laughs> fair wages. We
0: support fair wages. So. I, I, <laughs> okay. Because
1: I care that much about this. Right. We'll process. talk about that
0: later. Um, <laughs> now, Mitch says I wrote before indicating that one of my specialties was sports, and when Chris mentioned playing an L- MLB game under protest during the overthrow of the Hawaiian kingdom episode. I knew it was time to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Nice. Chris, can you, can you uh, remind us why you brought up an MLB game uh, during that episode? Sure.
1: sure. I can help you there. So uh, we were talking about how the coup that took place of the Hawaiian kingdom, uh, the mo- the moment that Lili Uokan- Uokanani uh, was the surrounded monarchy. yeah the, uh-huh. the, the the she was surrounded and felt that she had no recourse uh because of the safety committee or whatever so she was surrounded by um people who uh, were using force basically to take to take over um that she left them the kingdom essentially but then she said by the way I'm just and she wrote this signed this document that said, I'm basically leaving under protest. I don't believe what's happening is right. And, but I'm leaving to save lives and so that nobody else gotcha. gets hurt or injured, or whatever. So I correlated that to in baseball, um, which is the only thing I think about ever, uh, Go how sometimes, sometimes the, Managers of a team will play a game under protest because Got they it. think a rule was mm-hmm.
0: okay. So that was the not reference. upheld
1: or upheld yes. incorrectly. Thank you for that reminder.
0: Okay, so Mitchell writes. A game could be played under protest if the team believes that the umpire made an error in the interpretation of the rules. Judgment calls, such as calling a base runner safe or out, could not be protested. The game resumes as normal after the manager declares that they're playing under protest and the call is reviewed by the league office afterwards. If the protest is upheld, then the game can be resumed from the point of protest at a later date. Interesting. Oh,
1: okay. However,
0: the ability to protest games has taken was taken out of the book rule book in 2020. The most famous protested game is the Pine Tar game.
1: All oh, right.
0: On July 24th, 1983, the Kansas City Royals were trailing the New York Yankees four to three with two outs in the top of the ninth inning when the Royals hitter, George Brett, hit a two-run home run to give the Royals a five-to-four lead. However, the Yankees manager noticed that Brett's bat had pine tar higher than the rules allowed. Jeez. After inspecting the bat, the umpire nullified Brett's home run and ruled him out. The Royals lost 4-3 to and protested the game. After the league reviewed the incident, they determined that though Brett's bat did indeed violate the rule, the home run should stand. The game was later resumed on August 18, starting with the batter after, <laughs> after Brett batting with two outs in the top of the ninth, and with the Royals having the 5-4 to four lead, the Royals would win the game by that score. Wow. That's amazing. Also, when reading my last message, you asked about the maximum capacity of the Disney parks. Mm. Disney never officially discloses their capacities, but here are some estimates that the community has come up with. Disneyland, 85,000. California Adventure, 50,000. Magic Kingdom, ninety. Epcot 110, Animal Kingdom 60, and Hollywood Studios 60,000. These capacities are lower than they were prior to 2020. Disney CFO Christine McCarthy stated that they will never return to their pre-2020 capacities as the reduced capacities allow guests to have more an enjoyable time. It is unclear if these capacities are due to some sort of regulation or if they are self-imposed. I'll be standing by to fact-check any more curveballs that are thrown your way.
2: Bravo, Mitch. -hmm. Mitch. (laughs) A little bit of everything in
1: there. He's like, have I talked too much about baseball? Well, here's a little tidbit about Disneyland. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: He gets, yeah, yeah, he's so well-rounded
1: Thank you, Mitch, for that. (laughs) So, does that make sense to you guys? the The protested game, and then you can resume after the after the sort of protest is brought up.
3: That makes a lot
0: of sense.
1: So, the way that that would work then is, for your
3: analogy purposes, for the Hawaiian Kingdom, is the queen have to be like, okay, like I'm going to step down, but eventually maybe a hundred years later she's dead now you guys are going to realize that you made a mistake and we're going to have to just like give it back to whoever is in Hawaii right yeah. I, and where yes. she left off
0: i mean i think she was hoping that it would happen like sooner in, in months yes <laughs> a few months <laughs> when the case is reviewed by the uh, yes. united states government um but I'm, yes
3: i'm willing to bet that there is some descendant or some you know person that would be like yes we will pick up where the you know where she left off right, right. and and, your and senses
1: yes and i think more broadly it's like she's basically making a claim like let history let it be reflected in history that this is wrong right mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. putting that out there reflecting it and um and and in fa- it's just great and fascinating that we can sort of pick that up and talk about it and she was right she was right and um, I'm going
0: to I'm going to use that uh, in the future. Right. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Pause. We can continue as if as if this is continued. Normal. But we're going to review this and we're going to under protest. I will continue
3: <laughs> yeah. under protest in this conversation. I like that.
1: Yeah. I like that. Well, that that happened recently with us, Rebecca, when mm-hmm. um, you, you were claimed that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, you claimed that I didn't fully put the electric vehicle charger into the slot and your char- your car didn't yeah, charge a little bit. we can get into
0: bit. this further if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can uh, but we continue have, that conversation. I'm just
1: Ooh, saying it's even on a personal <laughs> relationship level, you can mm-hmm. use this technique mm-hmm. by Lili Uokalani, who uh, – thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And. and and uh, that George Brett, I remember. Do you guys know what pine tar is? Do you, did you guys follow what what Mitch was talking about there? Something
0: you put on a bat. <laughs> it's a sticky Clayton substance you nope. put on
1: a bat, basically, so that you you can get a better grip. And I guess mm,
0: okay.
1: the guys would put it further towards the end of their bat because it would help them. I guess make it, it would help the ball make contact um, with oh, the. It never I like understood. it would just stick to the bat. That's what I thought. I I, I never <laughs> understood why you couldn't have pine tar all the way up the. The bat, not not I'm um, not why you couldn't, but just it obviously doesn't make sense. It's for your hand grip, but right. what advantage wanted, it gave right, you? Right, Maybe right. Mitch can we can have Mitch follow up on that. What Mitch, advantage did having the, the pine tar on the actual like meat of the bat? What did that What did that do for hitting? Mm-hmm. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh,
0: we'll have to circle back. Um, this is a message we got from Jamie Lynn Devaney. Uh this was on Instagram, and they said. I would like to add an idea to the potential jail rework for the attempted assassination of Andy Warhol. False hope. Uh. It plays a little bit into women's rights and how it seemed to be going well and also a bit to do with her mental health and coping strategies. She tried her best to be seen in a world where women's rights were changing, but these two men she chose to help— uh, she chose to help her further her career, set her back. What most people would do is rework their strategy, Strategy, but she chose a different path due to various financial stressors. I love this episode, but I'm with Rebecca. I'm feeling a little bleak after listening to this week's expert. Keep up the great work.
2: hmm
0: So, Jamie, we share in your bleakness. hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly um, and also yeah I mean I, I think that's a good point uh, false hope that will you, you know kind of that circles back to what we were talking about not not specifically but Chris talking about the Mets right um, how you kind of have to how he's kind of anticipating that they might not win mm. <laughs> even though he's hoping they do win <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, this is totally different because this is, <laughs> the stakes are way a higher. sports win versus yeah. just civil. Your No, I'm, I'm myself, talking about like... I never saw myself as a feminist of leader. Course, course. No. But I guess
1: I, the way you're putting it...
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm saying from the perspective of Valerie, like the stakes were really, really high. So yeah. very, very different. Um, but, you know, thinking about hope and while it's... I, I think... I think people, you know, we always, when you say hope, you think of a positive, in my mind, that's a positive word, right? right. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's tied to such, usually tied to such heartbreak and struggle, right? But we never think about that part.
3: Mm -hmm, We just think about the future.
0: We think about the good part, like hope, like it'll change. Yeah. Um,
3: It's us trying to be the, the optimist.
0: Yeah, it's trying to
3: be enough. to... Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, and 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 hope also maybe maybe you're maybe this is where you're going, and maybe it's not, but hope also gives a sort of false, um, a false sense of uh, um, positivity, Security? where oh, where it's like you know you. Well, it's
0: not it's, really based It's too on hard anything, to reflect
1: right? on reality, right? So you yeah. hope that things change. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, it's kind of like changing your, um. Trying to change your way of thinking mm. to get you out of a hole. Yeah.
3: Reframing things, mm-hmm.
0: sure. Um, unfortunately, we are running out of time. So if you've written in and we haven't got to your uh, letter or your email yet... Uh, we'll get we'll, to you we'll, next we'll time. It, yes. <laughs> we'll get to you next time. Um Thank you so, so much to everyone who's written in. And I just want to remind everyone to rate, review, and subscribe. Um This is... This is what keeps us going here. I can't stress this enough. Mm-hmm. Without without the the reviews and the um the numbers, you know, going up somehow I don't know how the algorithm works, but we get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. And if we get lost in the shuffle,
1: we should all be alarmed we, about that.
0: We yeah, <laughs> we can't.
1: Yeah, we're we not going to be able to get to all these tragedies.
0: Um so Clayton, have we had any uh, recent reviews and it's okay if we haven't because that's what's ringing the alarm.
3: That's what's ringing the alarm. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to ring yeah. it because I feel like um I recently shared our most recent review and mm. we haven't had a new one since then which was well, not that cold. long ago but you know, yeah. I feel like we could
0: get oh, it a couple no. a week. Okay, let's get on this people. Now, now I'm getting firm. Now, now this is a firm <laughs> tone. Oh, wow. <laughs> saying, you know what? Sean. I
3: don't want to <laughs> implant any kind of Uh false sense of optimism but i do hope that we get some new reviews (laughs) me too
0: (laughs) that's beautiful i hope we get some new
1: reviews
3: too
0: um well stay safe everyone stay alarmed because
2: planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message
0: comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Visit ebay.com for terms.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. we will be discussing
0: the Great Railroad Strike of 1877. ERIOS Powered by ACAST